Fucking ten seconds, so there we go. Stand by. Stand by. It's Real always high. a thing at the beginning, eh? Hey? There's always that bit of, uh... Mm. There you have it. It's like starting an old car. Chugga, 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 chug. <laughs> No, it's not you, oh no. She's starting up. On cue. Got a wind. We're on. Folks, welcome to another <coughs> Hotbox podcast. Uh, it's going to be another lazy, hazy Thursday evening already. We've got some. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it's canned laughter? It's a cop, you've got canned coughing. <laughs> uh, this evening, I'm joined by Justice from Join the Queue. We're we'll talking about a little bit about busts. Uh, is it get out of jail free situation? Uh, we're also joined by Murtha from the Dacha couple. Much love. And Dan the Grow Man. Hey, what's up? How's it? Welcome. Cool. Thank Welcome. You. Are we all lighting up? Yes, we yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, guys, get your 710 on. It's almost time for you folks out there. Uh, before we kick off, what have we got at the table today, Dan? I think we've got some bud of note. We've got some dab of note. Uh, what do we got here? Where is it? We've got some. Oh. Is it gone? It's gone. Oh no! Oh, there it is there, there it is there. Yeah. We've got some wax. Some nice wax. What strain are we dealing with there, eh? Uh, this is a Skywalker, from what I've been told. It's a wax, very soft. Looks good. <coughs> Tastes good. Can have a look at it. <coughs> what is this that I'm smoking? This is a. Homegrown. Homegrown, yeah. Homegrown. Okay. <laughs> Homegrown. It's all. Homegrown's like yeah. everyone's yeah, everyone's got that homegrown strain. It's very tasty, but uh, won't take any chances. Two drags and pass on. <laughs> my my second favorite strain is homegrown. My first favorite weed is free weed. I've got a user never said no to free weed. So folks, tonight we'll talking about a couple of things, just to give you an idea. Uh, we'll be looking at the SA Canada deal again. Oh, it's looking a little bit dodgy there. Uh, there was also a bit of a story in Neisner, a bit of pollutionist from the cops, hey? a bit of a fail on what looked like a slam dunk. Uh, Greece is set to legalize medical marijuana. And if we get a little bit of time, we'll talk about things like the Bavida that's just come up, which sounds uh, interesting. Curing, uh, hmm. But let's see how it goes tonight, folks. But let's start at the beginning. The story, so mm -hmm. to give you all an idea of what's been going on. Uh, the flow is, we all know by now that there's this Tandeka story, this House of Hemp thing, this growing Dubai agri-zone. Mm. But what was very interesting is there was recently a video on YouTube. It was a very odd-looking video that was like some fake CNN-type financial news report of very few views. But the owner of the majority share in this operation now said that the grow facility is now a key point, like in Kandla. But is that, just his, that just his wording, or that was? But he said he said it's a key point, and he said that there's a national key point guard there yeah. to make sure what comes in, what goes out, who comes in, who comes out. Which <coughs> means now, does this add a veneer of even more secrecy to what's going on? That's a dube. A dube, yeah. Well, I mean, it isn't agri-port. They may be using the whole. I think it's port, the whole. port, you know, the, the international airport where they've got to check. You know, there's port security that's there. They sort of, they're sort of overplaying their, their words, that probably. You, you think? Know, yeah, so. but yeah. I don't know. Hey, what key point can, is yeah. there? There's no key point there. Yeah, um, the weed. He specifically stated that the government will be paying for the security. Oh. That's how he put oh, it. Okay. That's what got me and I stood up in my seat and I thought, no, nah, man, us taxpayers hmm. um, are paying for the security for this for this private company. Okay, fine. We won't get any kind, yeah. of, any kind of stake or any kind of use of it. 
Is no. this, this is a Canadian company who's got interest. Yes, yes. Like a big interest. Huge. And they say that their goal is to grow between seven and like nineteen tons a year of medical product for the local market. The local so they must know something we don't. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. I don't know. In the second video, they were talking about they had like a, a, a big world map and they said uh, they had Canada and they had uh, I think Spain and Australia, Perth in particular, which is yeah, oh. I didn't think that Perth was the place where there was loads of growing going on. But anyway, they had a few dots around, and they said that's where their interests are. And then he had like a little aside, and he said, um, but you know, we're only, we're only dealing in a, a legal commodity here. And then he turned on, and then he went, and in South Africa, and we're setting up this, and we're setting up that. I mean, is this man delusional that it's legal? Yeah. Is, somebody, is somebody telling him? That story. it's actually legal. Is somebody still riding on a 20-year-old hemp research permit? I wonder. I think he's got the wrong end of the stick. Mm. <coughs> I think either somebody's pulling the wool over his eyes, or he doesn't give a fuck. Yes. Doesn't give a fuck. He's, got he's to be saying this, yeah. He's, he's looks at Africa, like, oh, we've got this opportunity yeah. there. We're going to just ride it as much as we can type thing. You know, they, they've got the money. They've... It was so interesting. Still, it resonates. It was like... I've heard this all a lot before. We've seen they put the same pitch out there. But the moment he said key point for me, yeah. my jaw dropped. And that happened to you earlier when I said it as well. We said it off camera. I made that mistake. <laughs> and you also, your jaw dropped. Because eh? yeah. what, what is a key point? I mean, it, that's a national interest. Mm. And why would a foreign company have an interest like that? For which market does Why would we guarding a foreign yeah. company's interest? Yeah. You know? If you said maybe we want to guard it because it's in some rural community and they haven't got security, but it's upliftment and we recognize yeah, exactly. that they need security, yeah. exactly. fucking A for a way. Yeah. But that, mm. Mm, I'm not sold. Yeah, no, I either both, I've only watched two. Apparently, there's about five videos on YouTube, which we're going to try and save because of the words out there that those. Those videos are going to disappear off, yeah, off, off get them. YouTube. Someone get them for us. But I, got, <clears throat> I watched the first one and then, oh, then the person I sent to it, then I sort of diffused the situation by sending an angry message back to them, expressing my disgust. Then the second one came in and I couldn't even watch the whole thing. I could have vomited all mm. over the place. Mm. It really is. I think there's one cure for that, Brett. I think so. Good for nausea. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to all pay close attention to how it plays out. Are the Canadians getting the like wrong end of the stick? Are they also being naive? Are they just like sort of rose-tinted glasses because of their optimism and the profile and the demograph and all that? Well, it's working as a suit for them. So. Uh, and they were saying they plan to take over the whole grow facility in the end. Like all of I can do be or some shit, but I Jeez. don't know. Jeez, I also don't, don't know about growing all of that weed under glass. Yeah. It's, it's not made anyway. for weed. That, no. that greenhouse is not made for cannabis. It was designed to grow vegetables. The whole setup is flawed, essentially. It's a big glass room that tomatoes. It doesn't work. <clears throat> it's not going to work. They're going to have to modify those greenhouses to make them work optimally to be able to grow cannabis, which is so much more sensitive. And yeah, I don't think yeah. those tunnels are light depth provide. They are light depth either. Yeah, and I think we're going to have to wait a few years to see if it's legit. No, it doesn't look like there's any kind of contraption that would light depth. So that means that they're only going to be getting the amount of harvests in a year as they can with the natural sunlight, which is a harvest a waste. Why don't you just go 20 k's inland 
up a, you know, a bit higher up where there's nice mountain breezes, whatever, away from there, right next to the sea. Yeah. Anyway, that was also... That's but a, maybe the Guptas own the greenhouses or something yeah. like you, who knows? No, the Guptas own the air conditioning company. SARS, do us a favor and look at that, please. Eh? Yeah. What was also interesting for me, and before we get into this topic, um, for those of you who don't know, join the queue. So as I understand, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. Maybe sometimes it is. But what happens is, let's say you get bust. Because it's all fun and games. We're hitting bongs and smoking joints. But you get bust. The cops come in your door, fucker, now. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Join the queue. <laughs> <laughs> so from what I understand, you can tell me a little bit more, is, is basically, so what happens now? Like, so someone gets bust. We hope you have the number. Check the link. We'll put all the links in that, guys. It's also just join the queue, the letter, letter.co.za. But what happens yeah. now? Some The cops come kick my fucking door down. We have hard words with each other. I phone use if they let me phone. What happens then? So typically, whoever's manning the phone, it's either Shaw or Yanku, who else is the team. And the, the biggest thing that we've realized is, is the fear. The person who's in that situation just clamps. The rational thinking often just ends. Um, because 9 out of 10 of them aren't criminals. <clears throat> They've never been faced by a cop at the door. They've never been faced in with such a violent situation. And they're doing it for all the right reasons, making this oil for their mother. So they're in this, in this with pure intentions, and now this happens. <clears throat> and the, the only thing we can reasonably tell them on the phone is... is Relax, okay? So you're on a boat, on a, on, a, on a river, and the boat's capsized. You're going to go through a couple of very rough twists and turns, uh, but you're perfectly safe. You're going to, we know it's going to go all calm at the end, you're going to wash out, you're going to end up with people who are in exactly the same situation as you. What can happen now? So the, first of all, a couple of players in this whole drama. You have the, the arresting officers. You would have the investigating officer down the line. You would have the... Uh, whoever's in charge, in charge of the police station, uh, police captain, whatever, commander, you would have the, the lawyer, the friendly lawyer, who just happens to be hanging around mm, the, the, the corridor. Mm, waiting for you. I wouldn't call him a lawyer, I'd call him a tout, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the, you would have a prosecutor um, in the play as well, you would have a magistrate in the play. And these are all players in this little drama that's going to be unfolding for you in the next couple of days. Mm. And... And what you can expect, first of all, is someone, uh, there's going to be fear. There's good cop, bad cop. They're going to try and play you for whatever reason. It might be to get more information from you, who's supplying to you, who else knows, where's the lab, where's the Dacha lab. Um, and, and we also invariably see that there's a friendly hand that gets extended. You know, we know you're not a criminal. You know, and if we go talk to the prosecutor on Monday, you know, things can go better. So it's, it's, it really is feeding off the fear and the ignorance of, of how it should happen. And people are really fearful. They think I'm going to go to jail. They don't know what to expect. So we tell them, expect, first of all, comply. No need to resist and please. Don't fight the man. Don't fight because they're just yeah. going to get another reason. So you stop yes, be polite. Be as calm as you possibly yeah. can You're be not under a the circumstances. Don't day. talk too much. Mm. Yeah. Answer the questions with as minimal answers. Yeah, and because no. you're not a thug, you're not going to be able to pull that off in any case. Yeah, just being just... Another thing that people also say, but hang on, where's your, where's your warrant? Or you didn't follow procedure? Or hang on, that was planted there. That, take notes 
of all these things. Um, yeah. But to try and rely on technicalities to get them out the door is not going to happen. You've got a defense. Yeah. Once that goes down through the process and a couple of days later or a couple of weeks later when someone with a legal mind looks at the situation, they'll be willing to throw it out. So stay calm, comply, um, uh, make mental notes. If you have a, if you, your phone voice notes, just make a voice note of what's happening. Remember, there's fear in, in, in your system. The chemicals are going wild. If you ask questions, just say, listen, I'm should scared at this moment. I don't, I cannot think straight. I don't know. I, I prefer to not say anything. And call, join the queue. And yes. I think if that's a your phone call, call, join the queue. Join the queue. Or Correct. phone a friend and get them to, to phone us so that we have got a connection on the outside. Yes. Okay. So if, they, if, if it's now looking like they're definitely going to put you in the back of the van and take you off to to jail for the night, then make sure that you've got either us or a friend, family member, whatever on the outside that we can speak to. Mm. And if you go to the website, there's a whole list of, of frequently asked questions. Uh, typical things that you might be able to, or would, might happen. In that I situation. think check the site proactively. Go yeah. And, yeah. You Everything don't that you need it. to know is there and it's written very simply and bullet points. And the, the website is now just, <coughs> apart from the testimonials, the website is now just one page. So mm. all you have to do is start at the top and scroll down to the bottom and you'll, you'll, need, uh, you know, you'll find out everything that you need to know. And can I ask, like, there's a story that came out this week about these folks that went through what appears to now be an almost get-out-of-jail-free situation. It was, let me just give you guys a bit of background. It was a story in the Neisner Plet Herald. So I imagine this is pretty small-town newspaper. I don't know who it belongs to in terms of the bigger picture of things. But they ran the story, uh, second delay in Dacha case. And just to give you the blurb quickly, uh, Neisner News, two Neisner suspects who were bust for cultivating Dacha, growing trees at their residence in December, now have a second reprieve because of a blunder with police documents missing from the court roll. But what they've done is, and I'm not going to say it, they put the street that these people live in, which is almost trial by media. Hmm. Intimidation. Yeah, because now everyone obviously knows. I've been in that community. Everyone knows fucking everyone. It's like living in Sierandalan, man. <laughs> but what, what this falls down to is these actually growing some spliff in their attic, in their pitched roof. Something my old man dreamt of there, and someone did it, so it's amazing. And doesn't seem to be much going on, but it looks like the docket has now been lost. So, 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 so that happens in this yeah. whole chain of players there and, and each police station each setup is is unique in that you've got the guys who bring the, the, the fresh meat in the door the, the cops they put it into a system there's absolutely no way to say well this is where it would happen or be expected from there but invariably it's, it's a lawyer who was at varsity with a magistrate who then you know Magically, a cop just appears and just makes you sign stuff, and it's all. So it's it's it, the setup at each. Uh, you think that could have happened? Yeah, is I'm not going to say yeah. anything, but you think something, think something to make. I, it, I can't speak to this one particular. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what I what I think happened is that the cops got a tip off. Okay. The cops they say do from not the work on, yeah, yeah. They don't. They the cops do not work on going to bust people who've got twelve plants on six <clears> months <throat> worth of investigation. Right, no, they get a tip off, and that afternoon they down the road in their van to go and bust the people okay so that's what happened Le the part of a policeman's job is that if they get a tip off they have to follow it mm. they have to procedure okay 
So they get there, they see the people with their 12 plants, they see it's, a, 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 you know, older people, and the situation is the situation. That's, that's their thing. They get back to the police station, they know about the Western Cape Judgment, they know mm -hmm. about all the people in the area that have got stays of prosecution. They know that. It took us years, almost 18 mm. months, to get the stays of prosecution in Neisner. And okay, it was like maybe three, four years ago, but it's very fresh in their minds because it's humiliating for them when they get the stay in prosecution and they can't go any further with their case. So their cops knew that. So they fluff, fluff, fluff the docket, okay? Because what's the point? We're not going to pursue this. But then the Knights and Pet Herald wanted a nice juicy story, so they came and poked their noses. And now they want to obviously have got a moral judgment against people who use cannabis in the town. And so now they're trying to push, push, push the story and making it out as if the police are inept and the la la la. So I think that that's what went down. But you know, Nysma is an interesting place because it was one of the places that we went with Robin Strancham Ford, who is our late advocate. And he was the person who came up with the Join the Queue. It was his idea. And in the beginning, it was going to be an all-inclusive package. And we were going to, as a PR exercise, take him to every single place around South Africa where there was a, where there was a DACA case and bring this flamboyant, outspoken, lotty-tarty advocate into like the poor father magistrate's court. That was this idea. And we did it. We went to Standerton. And I'll never forget, it was the middle of winter, and the advocate wasn't well, but we still, I got him up at five o'clock in the morning, got in the car, drove to Standerton, there's wind blowing, and you know, Standerton's up there. No insult to people who live there, but it really is, phew. Um, <laughs> yes, I don't want to use the it's, S word. We're going to get you bad. Know. You're going to pull yeah. a Trump. <laughs> going to pull a Trump. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. My, um, my grandparents actually had a farm outside Standerton. So I could say that my ancestors are from there. I mean, I, I know it well. I know it from when I was a child. So we arrive in Standerton with the advocate, and he's got this beautiful pur purple silk tie, and he's all beautifully dressed with his gown and everything. And we walk into that Standerton court, and it honks, and the paint is peeling off the, off the walls, and it's really run down. There's no loo at all. There's, um, you know, it's really a bit the worst for wear. And then the husband of the accused and I sat in the back of the court. And obviously the accused had to sit in the, in, the, in the front and we waited and the advocate went up there. And you should have seen that magistrate's face when he <laughs> saw advocates and some force. And above the magistrate in the ceiling was a long fluorescent tube. And it was hanging by a little thin thing. And we were laughing in the back of the court waiting for this thing to fall on this poor magistrate's and we got a stay of prosecution. So that's how Join the Queue started. Then oh, there were a whole lot of busts in the Neisner area. So off we dispensed our, dispensed our advocate. And I'll never forget the day. We weren't there, but they sent us photographs the whole day. And we got our stays in prosecution in Neisner. So why the Neisner Herald has, has not followed this or done their research, I don't know. It's just bad journalism. And, but it's news. You can understand from the human perspective. It's so boring though. Outside influence. 100%. So boring. If I can though, man, oh guys, you may notice I've got a bit of a dark sense of you and humor. I do tend to, like, you know when you go, no. when you go past the car crash and you have a good gawk at it slowly and slow down and cause more traffic? 
I'm You're one to of those get, people. I'm starting to get a bit like that with the grow headlines though. So every time someone gets bust, it's cuck. But it is nice to see, mm, I see what you were growing with there. I see that grow light. I see that. So maybe we should try something new here quickly. Um, and you can tell me before we move on to our next topic if this is wrong or not. But maybe we should do a quick, if we can get that screenshot up of that Neisner thing, is let's do a quick rate my grow based on the bust videos. If we can. Oh, yeah, that's a good let's idea. Let's give this Oaks grow a score out of 10 based on... His little setup there. So I don't know if you've seen it in the headlines. Let me give it to you on my phone here yeah, as well. Yeah, let's get close up on the thing. Can you do small. move the screens over? So here's the grow. Okay. And Have you can zoom this. in. Little modest oh. grow there. Okay. Ah, sweet man. Uh, indoor little. So what? That's about maybe. Uh, 12, 15 plants? Uh, Dad, you can check it as well. But yeah. I'll go first. I rate in terms of setup, how this thing looks, how their grow looks. Mm. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. Yeah, that's yeah, it's neat, it's modest, it's small. <laughs> I'd say so. But uh, you, might, you might outgrow that. In a, he would have been in trouble in a month there, I think. The plants would have gotten pretty big. No, that would be about yeah. 20 kilos bust there. Mm. Yeah, with yeah. the street value of yeah, you, 2 million rand. If we can. Out of the soil and you take it right and you weigh it like that. Um, you know, it's, it's hilarious that you say this because like Google Translate pulled a SAPS today. Jules was looking at something and it auto-translated Afrikaans headline into English. The George one. Yeah. And it was fucking hilarious because it, it was something like So that meant like in Afrikaans, two court. But check what it translated it to. It translated it to Two fuck for <laughs> two. one million rand marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fair. Google fail. <laughs> fail, like, fail, fail. Maybe like the AI in Google's developing a sense of humor because the big fuck is your first chance of transmitting. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Let's do it. Where's the phone there, guys? Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. So now. We don't know what's going to go down in Neisner, but we do know that the accused are livid. And, you know, sometimes, sad as it is, it takes people to being bust to realize, to be indignant enough to become activists. And I know from our various correspondence with the, with the accused is that they are really, really pissed off and they're rearing to go and they're rearing to help the cause. And, you know, to all of you people in Nisna out there, we've got lots of supporters. There's our beautiful family in Judah Square. There's all the people dotted around in the mountains, in Harkerville and Wilderness and Karatara and all of those places. Like really, there's strength in numbers down there. You had a great march last year. So I think that Nisna is a breeding ground for activists. So let's just call it that rather than the, you know, the shit cops and the snitch on your neighbor. Yeah. Because that's, I think a lot of the time is a snitch on yeah. your neighbor. So love that mm. neighbor, hey? Yeah. Snitches. And I think maybe oh, also these folks didn't have a light trap or something because it looked like there was light shining right out that fan. So it looked like trans party. Yeah, good, each yeah give them the props for growing in the roof. It's one of the hardest places to grow because it's just, it's just too hot. Literally, yeah. it's just way too hot. But it's kind of the textbook place. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, well, it's like, like stealth. Oh, you know, you yeah. begin to grow a type yeah. thing. Definitely. Well, well that's what happened to but us. But you know, it seems like this is the most of the time that it's. It's most of the time that these busts are happening. It's to beginner growers. Yeah, and this is not. Begin. This is not grow. They're not busting people that have experience. And except for the biggest busts in South African history, which they did have experience. 
But yes, but those are quite few and far between. Way few. Yeah. You don't. It's yeah. it's, it's it's because the hawks are seldom yeah. involved. It's because the people are growing, and they're selling on the street, and they're doing something or something that they're doing is like bringing a lot of attention to them, and they're not actually considering the whole way this. Even this, if it's this got nothing works. to do with the dacha, they've got a dog that craps on the pavement and they're fighting with the neighbor or they don't like the son's girlfriend because they think her mother's common or you know how it goes in the drama of life and that's where it comes because snitch on your neighbor is rough okay and if girlfriend will snitch on you and also blabbing about it blabbing about it oh come and look at my daffa clowns loose lips sing ships basically that's how it works that's it that is always the first rule you can't fuck to no one because you get so full of pride oh my ladies are so lucky come let me show you come come yanni come kate fuck mark pao come out and it's fucking bomb hey yeah you don't know who you said it to and it's always a trail of uncertainty you know especially rolls on you know oaks roll up have a couple of drinks in you, you will talk to anyone about anything. You don't know. It's really it's a the thing, thing is in South Africa we've got a really short shortage of people who are really, really resourceful. And if you're gonna be re- if you're gonna grow Dacha, you've got to be resourceful in all areas. Yeah, you've got to consider geez. the future. I mean, we know uh, uh, somebody who's got money saved in case they get bust. They've got the whole plan. In case they get bust with they've a reboot, the they've got the, yeah, they've got like the like insurance. Now how's that? But they're extra, extra discreet, and you'll never ever in your whole life know who but these people are. But they're running a business, a proper business. But they're they running a proper the, business. The, the they're preparing for the for future of cannabis in everything. South Africa. They, they, yeah. they, they, they <clears> actually <throat> some of them, some people call us beforehand and say, "Listen, I haven't been bust." Yes, yet. that's a good one. Yeah. But right. if it tell happens, me what to do. <clears throat> Maybe we should be like the insurance of weed. Because I've always said, in my mind, just in case. In my mind, like, remember when you'd bunk school and you'd regret it because there'd always be cut TV yeah. on? Yeah. And it'd be like clientele ads. And you're like, why did I do this? <laughs> like the, join the queue is like the clientele of weed. It's that legal support. You know, where it can be, it's free. Where it's not, it costs a buck. That's the reality yeah. of it. But you know what? It's also one of those first grow. There's like testaments, and it's also one of the commandments for me is your first grow. Put some money away, somewhere far away, mm, sure. yeah. so that when shit does get fucked up, reboot. Exactly. Yeah. Know that in yeah. six months. Or at least work. On, at least, at least you could say work on that that fund that you would call it again. Yeah. So uh, work on it. Because you know what it needs to you, be. To when get you grow, you, you, when you grow and you want to get your return, if you're selling it, or if you just whatever, maybe you're not selling it, you just for yourself, a little bit put away every time will keep you safe yeah. in the long term. Uh, don't think you're being part of Fields of Green. If you're a Fields of Green or a Green Network member. 150 rand a month, then if it does something, if something does happen, then you actually just it's part of yeah, the package. You get your, your paperwork for free, there that's part of the thing. So, so that will save you uh, three grand, two, nine, nine, no, <laughs> for the whole join the queue, admin assisted, we hold your hand every step of the way process. Okay, mm-hmm. so I mean, really, and if you have uh, 50 plants under lights, what is three grand? You know, what is three grand, really? Yeah. So we do assist people who can't pay that particular standard and story all those years ago was our, one of our first uh, sponsored we always talk people through it and everything but really three grand especially if you're growing maybe a possession deal whatever whatever you might need a bit of help and firearms yeah tricky yes and that was also another thing mm-hmm. of one of the busts that came through yesterday um they said oh the cops are at the house and everything so i was talking them through it on whatsapp and then they said, oh, oops, they just found my father's antique bullet collection. 
and from the bullet like, wall. Yeah, so. like one of this bullet and one of that bullet and whatever, whatever, all in a box. So now it's ammunition yeah. as well. So look around the house and just don't have, you know, be woke. Even if it's mushrooms or a little bit of this or a little bit of that, just don't complicate things. Because when we hear that there's firearms or anything like that involved in a bust, we quite often have to walk away. We quite These, these people quite often have to get quite expensive lawyers involved and mm, becomes a big long story. So, If I may just at this particular yeah. stage, on the topic of, of joining the queue, and, and it's, in these conversations it's very easy to become cynical, uh, um, that, the, that the police are out to nail growers and they really are yeah. out to make a and they're in collusion and all corrupt. And that's the sad part for me, being in this, this game or what we do, is that very often that is the perception that that's formed. There are a lot of cops who are really, Just cops. Who are really good guys and who are uninformed. A guy told me once, uh, a cop bust him, a young guy, bust him with his plant in flower. And the, and the cop said, listen, when I come back tomorrow, all these leaves are off. All right. It means the cop didn't have an idea that what was there and how the plant works. Mm. I, I sat in a, in a courtroom where the, the magistrate was really, he was calling up family members, really concerned about this, this, this drugs this person's on. They don't know. Mm. They're just going with what's in, 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 in the media. media. And it, yeah. it, is it in this guy's best interest to keep him inside? Is he going to get access to this outside? Mm. That's really the, the, the motivation of this particular magistrate. So, the, the, the ignorance feeds into this whole game, and unfortunately, I think we are the wiser for it. We know this is what it does, and it's a medicine. And unfortunately, we then, in general, become cynical towards the police. And that, that for me, is, is, is one of the sad True. things about prohibition. A policeman doesn't become the helping yeah. hand that it makes the enemy of yeah, the no, exactly. Yes. But you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll just have my five cents here. Let just one policeman in South Africa actually stand up and say that all of these dacha busts are actually wrong. Actually say that in the media or something. Stand up, take the chance. Mm. Do it. And do it. What? Then I think I will have a bit, bit more respect there's for the police. There's that guy in Cape Town. But there's no, there, I know, and uh, all hail to Jeremy Veery. Big shout out to him, him the, the, of the um, quite a top cop, I do believe, in Cape Town, who wore the Rasta shirt and was, was demoted for wearing the Rasta shirt. He also features in the President's Keeper's book um, and is a man of integrity. But sure, few and far between. Eh? It's very difficult not to hate them. What's that very organization police for cannabis legalization? I don't know. That's a local it's No, it's LEAP, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. And we've actually spoken to them on numerous occasions. They're international affiliates of ours uh, with one particular um, quite high up member of LEAP we, we speak to quite often. But mm, I don't know with the with the police. The less you have to do with them, the the, the better. If you are arrested, you need to get your case mm. out of first out of the police station into the magistrates' court. The magistrates' court's a horrible place. It's dirty and it's smelly and it's crowded and it's full of desperate, really sad, peep, scared people. You want to get your case out of the magistrates' court. If it's not thrown out there, you want to get out of the magistrates' court and into the high court. Once you're in the high court, you can breathe mm -hmm. a sigh of relief. Ask our friends who just got the first day of prosecution end of last year up in Mafeking. It was really difficult for them because um, they didn't know the process.
They chose not to be represented, so they did everything themselves. Very, very brave. Once they'd got out of the magistrate's court in Koster, um, they got to Mafeking, and there was the registrar, willing to help them, showing them what to do. You haven't done this. You haven't photocopied this. Do that. Do that. And you'll find that the High Court is a much friendlier uh, uh, place. It's not called the High Court for nothing. It really is. Even if you go to the High Court downtown Johannesburg, it's a beautiful building. It's a historic Johannesburg building. And people are, you know, there's advocates and judges walking around with robes. And the place. toilets are usually clean. And So don't be scared of the High Court. Police cell, magistrate's court. If you can't get it sorted quick, quick in magistrate's court, just get a stay of prosecution. And very often the police try and keep it and finish the whole job at the police. But if we can, we're going to get there. By signing admission. Let's, yeah. we're gonna, I'm going to get okay. exactly there because that's okay. a juicy thing. Before we get there, uh, another international story this week um, was in, it came up in the Citizen in part of their world news section. Uh, Greece is set to allow medical, medical cannabis use. So, basically the byline is Greece's parliament is expected to approve the medical use of cannabis in the coming weeks. The deputy minister said Sunday, adding that the change would attract investment to the country. And what this article made no bones about was that these guys, the, the big motivation is financial here. That's it. And you know what? I can respect that because there is the issue of big business. Should we be afraid of big business? But if you wear it proud, I want to make a buck. That's cool. But when you want to make a buck mm. and you dress up as something else, yeah. 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 that's right. when I say we're doing this to save our country from financial crisis. Don't be like, no, we want to save the people. Bullshit, mm. you don't. You just want yeah. to save your financial problem. Just say it. Then the country will respect you a lot more. Exactly. And then they'll be like, well, can we maybe make some money with you? And you can either say yes or no. But That's exactly don't it, dude. Just hide it. Come on, guys. Because they say, they say hiding for so long. we're not addicted to poverty. <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody no. wants to make some money. Every single person wants to make money as much as you think we don't. We talk mm. to the big people. Yeah. And they say just the investment. So they're not talking about the actual value that will generate. So I imagine it's going to be a bigger number. But they say just the investment that they anticipate they will attract by doing this mm. will be 2 billion euros. Which is like wow. the gazillion rand. <laughs> every, yeah. single, every single, like, like, every single <laughs> tradesman, every single person that has yeah. some kind of part will be employed then. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It will yeah. create so much work for people. And listen carefully. <clears throat> listen carefully. Like, I think what it works out to, if we had to translate this to rands, would be a number with like 10 or 11 zeros what on it. What number? So if we had to take two, yeah. 2 billion euros Euro. rand, billion. that's 40 billion rand. 15, I think. Yeah. 30 billion rand, oh. whatever. How many noughts are there on a billion? Yeah. <laughs> like eight, eight noughts, I don't eight. know. Yeah. No, and add the zero for the thirty. Nine eight. noughts, nine noughts, just an investment. How much do you think they're going to fucking grow? Because if that's exactly. what they're putting in, they must be expecting to make at least that back. Well, and it I mean, doesn't matter much... how high tech things are. Cannabis will always be a labour-intensive thing, and there's all of the Greece got this huge unemployment. We so go. we must, we must watch. They've also yeah. got that. Mediterranean climate, so maybe they can do at least one or outdoor crop. Well, here. if you look at the, there's some Google images of, I think it's in Spain or somewhere in Turkey, where they've got these Google images where if you go, when you zoom in, it becomes this huge white, blurred out, massive, with thousands of, like hundreds of kilometers across of this white area. And all of it is, is just greenhouses. Isn't it? Hundreds and millions of greenhouses all put together. And if they had wow. to even just decide to turn those from, instead of like growing 
tulips and half those damn mm. things and grow some cannabis. Wow. Exactly. Put solar on the roof. Job creation with a with a yeah. anywhere in the world. Yeah, in every single country, you could do this. It'll be like fucking conscription. You're 2013. We send now you we, to the farm. To the farm. Yeah. You get a choice: the prison, kibbutz, or the farm to grow cannabis. Grow your own stuff. I bet Jeremy would like that. Though. That's up his alley. But you're all the best to to Greece. I wish it was like that. Like yeah, I love Greek uh, food, so I'm looking forward to some Greek cannabis infused food. <laughs> some Greek kind of dad. Food. Man. What yeah. kind of weed they would grow? I mean, it's different climates. How it would come up? Yeah, have you ever heard of any kind of cannabis coming from Greek? Greece? Not really. No. Yeah, from Spain. Spain is a yeah. huge producer, yeah, but, and they're all in that zone. Cause, so they yeah. do produce. Let's not get this wrong. They've got some very hot sun. They've got lots of sunshine there, yeah. and all their white buildings. They could just grow weed on their roof, and they're literally like in the know-how, yeah. in the in the hot spot. But yeah, I imagine it'll be something. Can imagine the amazing holiday. You fucking, you sit the sea right here, and you look right here, and it's just a field of fucking dank, eh? and your tent's there, and you what can hear the Locally grown cannabis. Yeah, <laughs> hey. <laughs> you can take a shit under one of the plants, they'll pay you extra or something. <laughs> so, so this is always jammy for people. So, I've met a few people, I think my parents were affected by this. They got bust when they were pretty young. And I think it went to court, maybe the old man saw time. But something that came up was an omission of guilt. So you get bust, and I don't know what the price point is, you can correct me, yeah? But let's say you get bust with your joint or whatever, you're a white boy, you got, they can see you got 500 bucks, because a lot of oaks don't have 500 bucks to pay this thing. But from what I understand, you can pay an omission of guilt, which is like a fine. Mm. Yeah. And then you fuck off. Mm. It's not a fine. But yeah. it's, <coughs> exactly, it's not just a fine. It doesn't disappear. This is a thing. Yeah. It's, um... An admission of guilt. You're admitting that you are guilty before you've been to court. Of a criminal offence. Of a criminal offence. And as a result of admitting you are guilty of a criminal offence, you will have a criminal <coughs> record. At least 10 yeah. years. And that admission of guilt, there's two things that the police will seldom tell you. The one is an extra piece of paper that tells you that by signing this admission of guilt, you will get a criminal record. You have to sign that and know that. Okay, sign, say that you've known that. They don't give you that piece of paper. And the other thing that they don't tell you is that you have 21 days in which to go away and decide whether you're going to pay this. It, it varies. The average is about 300 rand in smaller towns, 500 rand in the city. Um, sometimes 1,000. Not often, though. But, yeah, they don't tell you that you've got 21 days in which to go away and do that. It makes their stats look good because it's a successful conviction conviction that they can add to their, to their stats list. So I, I was, many years ago, I was in Durban, and we were <coughs> went to quite a rugby game with my friends. And we were driving back... <coughs> And we were drag racing this combi in the streets of Durban, going through Durban. Robot to robot, robot to robot, and I went ahead of it. Next thing, the lights got on. Cops. Mm. So they were literally dragging me in the <coughs> Durban we were racing. Pulled us over. Anyway, pulled us over. Got out the car, searched the car. This is your car. Yes, it's my car. Look, look, look. Find some weed. Is this yours? It's mine. Yes, it is mine. Okay. Follow us to the police station. So I follow them to the police station. Go inside with the weed, and then on the wall, they say, look there on the wall, there's a, there it is, for X amount of weight, is this amount of, <clears throat> to pay? So I'm like, okay, well, that's the case. 
What was the little chart? Or was it hand drawn? Or was no, it, it was, was printed out, but it was literally like three lines on a piece of paper that was on a wall. <laughs> there, look there, there it is. It was zero point. It was really, really low. It was like two hundred rand. I think it was literally they must have printed with themselves. Mm. Yeah. And when you're saying that you have to fill out a form for admission yeah. of guilt, right? Yeah. That has to yeah. be a form. It can't be in a book yeah. as a ledger or anything. Yeah. But it can't be in a book with the multiple names in a book. No. Okay, because no. when I was, this was many years ago, and it makes me think, because their name, I, there was a thing that said, no, write your name and sign. So I wrote my name, and then I started talking to them, and I didn't sign the thing. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, so what's the story, how much? And they said it was 200 rand, so I, I gave them the 200 rand, because I thought, cool, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to mm. get out of this. Didn't know anything about joining the mm. community, it was many years ago. And I gave them the money, and they're like, okay. And I said, well, now I've got to go back to Umkamas, because it was down on the south coast where I was going to. We were staying there on holiday. And I decided to, you know, well, can I have my weed? Because I'm going a long weed drive. They said, yeah, sure, take it. Got it. <laughs> got in my car. We drove the rest of the way. And did you dice them out of the city into the sunset? <laughs> I've heard about the that black was, you know, before. like that happened. And they were, they, these two yeah. cops laughed. They were like, ah, where are you going? Long drive. I'm like, yeah, we're going to be driving all the way down to the south coast where we where were staying for the holiday. Ah, it's fine. You can take it. <laughs> Get my car go quickly, you know, I don't even think about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and whose register was that? But that's the thing, it was a, like you say, it has to be a form that says admission of guilt. And, and you this didn't was... put your ID number mm. or anything there? Well, no, this is how, now obviously I can find out, yeah, I'll be able yeah. to find out if it was actually a record yeah. thing, right? Yeah. How does one find out? Yeah, how does one so, find yeah. out? To run, just uh, do a police check. What, so online? Criminal record. No, employee, potential employers might do it. Yeah. How do you do it? If you go to the Dhaka Couple um, no. website, dhakacouple.coza, and you go to the blog, you'll see that Jules wrote a blog all about admission of guilt fines. Great. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has everything, and it has the link to the website to check whether you've got a, and you enter yeah. your ID number, and then it'll, and it'll come up whether you've got a record and what it's for. Oh, great. They take it very seriously. It's, 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 it's oh, and 10 years, eh? forget it, it's 10 years and don't even think of trying to do it before 10 years and then uh, after 10 years it doesn't automatically uh, fall away, you have to apply for expungement, it's called. Okay. So you apply for it to be expunged and one um, really run of the mill, not fancy attorney told us once that it takes, uh, it will cost 10,000 Rand, remember that? It'll cost 10,000 Rand and it'll take a year. To, to get the expungement through. There's a company in Durban online, they, they also specialize in actually rescinding judgments. If you have, uh, and there's a, there's a uh, case, I think the, the documents are online as well, a judgment of where, so, so if you become aware that you've signed an admission of guilt and that your rights weren't made clear to you at that particular stage, you can appeal. It's a costly process. It goes through the High Court. Mm -hmm. uh, but having read the judgment, the, there's the, a precedent. They, they, there is a precedent. Yeah. They take it. Very, the judge takes it very seriously. Okay. Um, the, the, the fact that there's little, this little piece of paper is signed meant that there was an admission of guilt. Sure, if you weren't informed of your rights and you can prove that to, to the judge, then he would be willing to do so. But it's it's probably and you uh, have to do that within. Three weeks, I think it is. Within three weeks, 21 days of paying the fine and signing the admission of guilt. If you want to have it rescinded. After that, mm, uh, if, you want to so if you want to rescind it without the High Court it. procedure, yes. the High Court procedure would be for that. Yeah. My, my next question to you is going to be about testing. Hmm. So, local issues and that. But I think in the spirit of that, uh, there was an interesting article that came up this week by the Free Thought Project. It's titled, Police Now Conducting Mouth Swab Checkpoints to Test Drivers for Marijuana. 
And the caption is, uh, with the legalization of marijuana comes the bolstering of the police's state and new mouth swab checkpoints for weed. Sorry, this is a bit weird. Checkpoints for weed are evidence of it. I might be reading this wrong. Maybe you Oaks can read it too and tell me if I'm not processing here. But anyway. And the, they say there's this new fancy schmangled fucking thing that they'll take a mouth swab and they'll test you on the spot and it can test for everything. Mm. Contest for Turk, contest for weed, contest for cum, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> McDonald's. But they say they say <laughs> they are saying the contentious issue now is as we all know with weed, you take a lot of drugs. A lot of drugs that are hard on your system are processed by your system quickly. From what I understand, mm. like coke and meth and booze and tobacco. Your body process, it cleans out in like 24, 48 hours or something. But with weed, because it's fat soluble, mm. it stays in your system for like ages, especially if you're a user, user. Yeah. So testing now is like, sure, you can test us, but this thing has no way of telling, is this guy grilled? How high and I like, at? can barely hold his yeah. fucking bong while driving, so it should stop? Or if it's just someone who's medicated or medicated a week ago. Exactly. I mean, then they need to start doing, you know, tests on other prescription drugs that could affect you in this in way that they think that cannabis yeah. is affecting you. Yeah. But as long as you show them that thing that says, I'm allowed to take this. Or just suck a coin. <laughs> suck a coin, dude. Like the old school driving, you know, put a coin in your mouth when you drive home after being pissed. <laughs> and when you, when you blow it through, it's like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the question to ask is, who owns the company that makes the testing kits? Follow the money. Yeah, who's got that tender or the, mm. whatever they call it in England? Mm. don't know whether they have our corrupt tender system. Okay, but it's somebody's cousin's aunt's brother Someone's that has living this kit that he's having manufactured in China and he's managed to sell it to the authorities. One of the things that we're going to really, really press for in our um, proposals for what we want it to look like in the end is this whole driving thing. They must be able to, there has to be a test when you are there on the ground. Like you have the walking along the line, mm. you know, there's got to be some sort of cognitive test. And I'm sure that there's enough clever people out there that they can come up with a test that there and there they can see if you're so goofed that you can't drive. Because you've got to agree with me, you've got to be seriously, seriously greening out or something. Because most of the time, most of us just like blah, 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 wait for the stop street to turn green. Don't and, skip the Oh, robot. sorry. <laughs> you know, nobody drives crazy. Yeah, they're gonna have a hard time trying to put a test together for stoners, really. Yeah, yeah you know, you've got to you've got to improve that impairment right there. Not blood and weeing and swabbing in your mouth and all of that. None of that's gonna work. Because what do they do locally? What have you seen? Do oaks get blood tested or piss tested when they for get what? arrested for, for weed? For weed. Yeah, no, no, they don't test you never get tested. They just take it and say, "Ah, oh, there's the weed." Yeah, yeah even if position. you get tested, that the your mom or yeah. whatever sends you to the the the, the, the to get, to get drug tested. tested. No, whatever yeah. it is, you just get uh, you're you bad boy. Necro or whatever. No, there's no you get arrested except if you are pissed and you get a blood test and you did happen to have caused an accident, you get arrested. Yeah. So no, there's no actual testing of drivers for THC. That's no. why they it's all just supposition on their part that we're also driving around goofed. Yes, we are all driving around goofed, but we're not driving badly. Like somebody was pissed. So now they're trying to impose this on us when they can't prove. Show me an accident that has it on the piece of paper that cannabis caused this car accident. But I think we're also going to no see a, thing. an adverse reaction here as we often do with stonerism. 
is that the moment they can define it, the moment they can measure how high you are, mm. everyone's going to buy the fucking shit for themselves because it's going to be this little diabetic pen <laughs> and you're going to stick yourself and it's going to say, THC for 20%. We need to get higher. We need to get higher. Ingest more. Let's see how much this thing can go to. Turn up the nail. Try and burn the thing out. Let's find a way to cheat it. And then just go and eat two liters of ice cream and go get in the car and you'll be fine. And then you use your diabetic pen. There we go. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a very imperfect science. How high is too high? Uh, exactly. And then what levels? And then also, some people just have grown used to to driving, mm. and invariably, it's it's it's, it's a, a slower, more meticulous exercise. Yeah, because you're just a little bit paranoid. Your paranoia keeps you safe. No, but maybe that's also a default setting. It's a stonerism, and we'll yeah. talk to that if we if we if we have enough time. Hopefully, we'll get to that. We'll save it for next week. Uh, what was also interesting is, um, Dan, you brought up there's this new thing called this Boveda Inc. What's this thing you said it's about? The so no, you know, the Boveda. So you know the Boveda packs. These we don't know. Tell the people oh, what's going on. Nothing. I don't know. No, wait. I think there's some inside here. Okay, you know, well, okay. Now yeah. we're doing a bit of competition against other, other companies. This is a small humidity pack that you put inside your glass jars of weed. What it does is it will keep them moist and humid enough mm. to keep them fresh. So instead of your bud dying off trying and going all crispy. Because every time you open the jar it must get a pinch dryer. Yeah, and especially if you've got a if you whatever you've grown a plant and you've got this huge jar and every day you go inside and you take out of that, that's not a good idea first of all. Rather keep small yeah. sections in small jars so that you can at least get you know, don't destroy your whole thing. But you get these packs that you put inside the jars that release moisture. It's a two way humidity regulator. And what they do is they'll just keep your bud Humid and right, and you can keep it for a long time. Store it, uh, basically. Cure it. What's this thing they made? So that's cool. They make this thing that's yeah. pretty nifty, but they made <clears> something <throat> cool now. So now they made a wireless sensor that you can put inside your humidors or your curing box or your cigar cabinet or whatever it is that you want to put in. And then if you've got it, there's an app that you can log into where it tells you exactly what's happening. And you get no black for <laughs> notifications oh, today. No. So you know what humidity and temperature so your glass, stoners. your jar of weed is sitting there in the cupboard. So you your know weed sends you happy emojis. There we go. That's it. Happy. <laughs> happy. <laughs> it's the ultimate stoner dream, I think, to keep making sure. Didn't the guys also put fruit or slices of fruit in? You know, that's the old school method, but yeah. I mean, it's brought on mold. Yeah, it's a risky um, thing. It's a risky thing if you don't do it right, I guess. So if you're not a veteran at doing it, so you know exactly. Because also, what happens is if you don't, if there's not like an even or a, a regulated distribution of that moisture, it mm. creates an immediate wet spot mm. yeah. in that spot, right? And, and then everything rots. From my experience. Moldy weed is bad weed. Don't ever smoke moldy yeah. weed. Don't ever smoke moldy weed. Yeah, so guys, go check it out. It looks fucking interesting, this thing. You Hopefully can, you can. I'm sure you, well, you can blast it, but the, the science behind it is if you're blasting something, you're concentrating it. So therefore, you're constantly Myers, you're concentrating the, the concentrating the spore. You'll take the spore from that and it'll go with it. Whether it is or isn't, we don't know. I don't know if it is, but I have heard that the, what's it, the uh, powdery mildew spore, that spiragulus, spiragulus or something it's called, that can be pulled off with your solvents. There was a fatality in the U.S. now recently mm. of a moldy weed. Yeah. So it was yeah. caused by mold, essentially. Yes. So there we go. It's not the, the thing you must call it like Toots and Carmen because it's like that thing when yeah. old explorers used to open old but things. But that's it. So there'd be old and shit they get in the <laughs> <laughs> Some people, some people can smoke it and not have a problem, but other people will smoke it and their lungs just won't handle it. They'll just literally shut down. Which is not and good. they might have had a bit of like some sort of lung disease anyway. Yeah. Even if you don't, yeah. it can trigger off that kind of stuff because if you've got to put a mold into your lung, mm. I mean, essentially, mm. it's like. It's Good. Yeah, and it starts living there and growing its own shrooms. Mm. Mm, lovely trippy shrooms in your lungs. That's a that's a that's. I wonder how much people pay for that. Dude. Story. <laughs> <laughs> Cadaver profits, dude. So, so, so Dan.
We hit these guys up to become an affiliate of Fields of Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, if you're watching, but we did it to you at the TV watching. Yeah, we can. Is it local? No. 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 No, we haven't got that. So you clever stoners out there, have a look and see what's in there and you can, you can produce your own. Yeah, exactly. Send we us your shit, we'll try it out. So there's so, no jobs in the country, there's a job right there. Make yep. a locally produced humidity pack. And for all the local tobacco shops and the... what else? Yeah, because we'll have more than one application. It's very much like tobacco in yeah, that sense. But applications. before we go down a rabbit hole there, guys, we're coming in for landing. Yeah. So we've got a couple of minutes left. I thought we'd, we'd end on what might be an easy or not topic. Um, stonerisms. Like, there's this article that went around. Or the, but I've kind of felt it for a while. I've had the sentiment, like, should we be, like, pushing the stoner image and stereotype away and trading our bongs for three-piece suits and suiting the fuck up or should we be embracing our stonerisms and preserving the culture i don't know i don't, I don't know. think you should be getting a suit now all of a sudden but i think you can't i think the, the image of that hippie dirty stoner that a lot of people still have in their mind isn't the best way to go forward in society either even though you're not trying to conform it's just you can be a stoner that can be dressed the way you are and be, be successful. I just don't think. I think that the image, that old image, is not is not really. Not there oh, yet. but we all love a crusty hippie. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. I like that. Drop in my books. Not in the boardroom. <laughs> not in the boardroom. But well, I think that you can come into the boardroom with, sorry, with with dreadlocks. Of course, keep your culture. Keep but then your, you look like you're in the yes. Matrix, dude. One of the bad guys. Yeah, well, whatever. You've got a suit a on. You've got a collared shirt on. Just at least. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's There's my opinion. Lots of different yeah. ways of being presentable, but I think that stoner culture has it had a big spillover in the last five years or so into the whole hipster thing. Definitely has. Mm. I mean, look at this glass and all of that. That's not about bongs made out of oh, old bullet casings or buffalo horns or something like that. <laughs> all gold bottles. Not. This is really sophisticated. It's very hip to have a. Double percolated, what, 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 yes, damn red. There we go, that's what you I'm know. saying. It's sophisticated so it's stuff already happened. from Coke bottles yeah. that would put a yeah. pipe into it to beautiful glass that you would admire and you would actually put this on any mantelpiece in a house if it's... I exactly. bet there's some oak smoking exactly. a Coke bottle bottle right now watching this. <laughs> Don't get me wrong with what we all started with. Because maybe we should, maybe we should. Because, you know, uh, I, I haven't made up it. my mind yet. I think, I think in a way we should preserve it like... Not going to go there, but in terms of race issues in America, maybe locally, you know, the, the cultures have been very successful at reappropriating words that were used against them as oppression, even marijuana as an example, yeah. and taken that. And maybe the culture is big enough. Like, I don't know if you started watching Disjointed or anything yet, but they deal One with the episode. paradox of there's, there's these two oaks in there. Um, I think it's Dabby and Danky, these two characters. And I think they're actually... They're very clever like this. I think these oats are persona of Custom Grow 420. Because they sit oh, and they gosh. have their camera and all their shit and they smoke bongs till the snot comes out and talk shit. And people love it. Of course. Yeah, but people so love death there's... on the internet also. <sighs> well, it sells. I'm not saying, not like, no, it does sell. But, but what, it what, does. what is stoner culture? I mean, if there is a thing like that. I'm is, least... is it what you see Cheech and Chong getting high and doing nothing? Yeah, or but... is it... My exactly. Eight years ago, nine years ago, I never smoked any. Mm. Um, and there's a. I'm a very recent addition, so <laughs> I don't do dreadlocks. My my business setup, the, the the world that I live in, is is still very much a very straightforward world. And 
there is few smokers. Yeah. I think world. it's it's mm. something that unites all of us, and there's certain things that stoners are always into because of the way that weed makes us feel, and that's music and art and sitting around to speaking and shit. That's it. There we go. And yeah. the playing that come silly with it. games, yeah. you know, frisbee or whatever. Um, <laughs> hanging willingness out. willingness to sit in a car gardening. and quickly roll a joint before you go to like a, 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 an event or something. Exactly. You know, that, yes. Keep that, that, board is, that is the soul of it. That is the, the rituals of rolling a joint and doing it like, yes, we want to be standing loud and proud. But you know what? If you go stand by the river and smoke a joint and say, oh, we're just looking at the river. That's it. You know, you're going to do those things. Exactly. Or you're sitting in that boring conference and the air conditioning is too high and you know that you can have a cup With lunch a and it's so boring. And then you're looking around all the people and you're thinking, who's going to be in the car park? Yeah. <laughs> and invariably you can spot a stone there in a crowd. Or, not so like you say, yeah, in a, in a car conference them. with a vape. If I can, if I can, yeah. if I can correct you, yeah. this, 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 the stonerism mm. thing with this is like, you know how you see something before you hear it? Hmm. It yeah. works. There's a paradox. I smell a stoner before I see one. Because <laughs> I won't look at you and think stoner, but I'll be like, hmm? Hmm? Ah, it's you. <laughs> like watching an animal in the wild. You see the movements. Oh, they stick to the side of the park, park for a little bit longer. What are you doing? Why are you so it breaks time in a way. It's yeah. <laughs> It's a bit like one of those secret society handshakes. Yes. Yeah. You know, we Speaking have a, the language. We have a way of, sp of, of communicating with each other without... And then all of a sudden, there's a, there's a whole conversation that yeah, can happen. Yeah, there's exactly. a sense of community, a sense of connection. Mm -hmm. I hope we preserve it. Yeah. I think so. Whatever it is, it's very difficult to define. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, exactly. It's yeah. very difficult to find that. Whatever it is, I hope it lives on. Yes. yes. But guys, thank you. It's been Yay. a wonderful episode. I hope you folks at home have enjoyed it. Again, tell us what you love, what you don't love, what you want us like, to talk share. about. Yeah, I'll go rate that Oaks Grow as well. See if you agree on <laughs> the ratings we gave it. Uh, but before we go, I did this a bit of a long way last time. I shouted out to all the affiliates. I think we'll do like a few a week. We'll keep it reasonable. Otherwise, it's really long, awkward credits at the end. So just before we go, uh, let's start with the first four on the list. Guys, please, the Heiko, Google it, whatever. Go check our affiliates page on Fields of Green. Much love there. Head shop, dang shit. Baked in Josie, delicious edibles delivered to your door anywhere in SA. Guys, this is like beyond Gordon Ramsay artisanal shit, yeah. So, if, if you like smashing shit in your face while binging and getting baked, do yourself a favor. And they make non-green as well. Non-green as well, yeah. Hey? yeah. Made to order, guys. Uh, also, green smoke room seeds, guys, really, thank you for the support. Uh, these guys will stock <coughs> a whole bunch of dan genetics locally and also if you're prepared to wait a bit longer. But, you know... Insta Seeds, Insta Dank, Insta Feminize, check them out. <coughs> and then again, Durban, much love. Delta 9, you know who you are. Thank you, guys. We couldn't do this out without you, hey. So we anything, love our affiliates. Yeah, guys, and please go check out Fields of Green. If you want shout-outs, go make a donation. Something, if I can end on this, something that ground me to a fucking halt this week, though, was we had this thing and this article went big, and this everyone was like, you know what you should do? You should try and crowdfund it, and you should... And I went and I said, but we are, we're here, that's cool, please make a donation. And you know what I got? What, 200 words of why I won't make a donation. Guys, there's yeah. that song, um, like, it sure would be nice if you donate a dollar. Mm -hmm. If you guys would donate just like what you spend on a gram of your money. Yeah. With us, rand, whether yeah. it's 10 rand or 150 a gram, whatever. Okay. Imagine please. if please. all of our 52,000 followers on the Dacher Couple page each gave us 50 bucks. 
Woo! Could we ever finish this job and do a really, really good job all the way till the end? I think the job would have been done me. already. Yeah, and I mean it was 50 bucks. So, so guys, mm -hmm. feel to be. Yeah. yeah. We also we take Bitcoin now, even though <laughs> even though the bubble done pop a bit. Bitcoin, guys, thank you. Subscribe. Anything? Shout out. What should we check? Sites. D Day soon. Yeah, D Day soon. Ooh, just Ooh, dropping a hint. Yeah. <laughs> I've said too much. Let your friends know. Stay lit, eh? Cool. Stay lit. Peace. Love everybody. Bye. <laughs>